Hello, this is Pastor Nathaniel, and you're listening to the Edda Talk for the Eddie Walk Podcast. Here you'll find messages meant to edify and encourage God's people in the maturity, purity, and unity that comes from following Christ. From devotional thoughts to sermons from our Sunday morning services, my prayer is that the time you spend listening to this podcast will help you grow closer to our Lord and also lead you to loving others like He loves us. Let's get right to it. Last couple weeks we've been talking about hearing from God and being heard by God. We approach God in prayer because we believe, we hope He hears us. And we enter into prayer in hopes to hear from God. We've talked about how in relationship with God, that personal relationship we have with Jesus, there's real companionship. There's real conversation. Last week, we talked about Proverbs 3.34. God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. With that in mind, we ask the question, if he opposes the proud, do you think he hears and answers their prayers? Of course, he's God. He's, he can do anything. He can hear their prayers. But the opposition makes me think, I want to make sure I'm not doing something that God opposes. Like Jesus We want to walk in humility. We know anything about Jesus. He was not proud. He set an example for us in all of life, especially in humility. Apart from him, we can do nothing. And that's not the last time you'll hear the word nothing this morning. I'm not going to preach nothing. But you're going to hear the word nothing again. Apart from Him, we can do nothing. So humility comes from being united with Christ. It also comes from unselfish ambition. We do things for His glory, not ours. That was the first two points in last week's message. Humility comes from being united with Christ, and it comes from unselfish ambition. Two more places where humility comes from. We get these From Philippians chapter 2, verses 1 through 11. If you're able, would you please stand in reverence as I read God's word. Philippians 
Philippians chapter 2, verse 1. If you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, if any comfort from His love, if any fellowship with the Spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one in spirit and purpose. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but in humility consider others better than yourselves. Each of you should look not only to your own interests, but also to the interests of others. Your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus, who, being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but made himself nothing. Taking on the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in the appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every other name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. And it is for your glory, Lord, because the glory is all yours. Thank you for calling us to follow you. Thank you, Jesus, for dying on a cross for our sins so that we can turn from our sins and turn to life in you, life eternal that begins while we're here on earth. Help us, I pray, to serve you and serve others in humility. Help us with our attitude. Do whatever adjustments you need to do, I pray. We trust you. And I pray these things in your name, Jesus. Amen. You may be seated. Humility comes with the right attitude. In fact, Paul said in verse 5 there, your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus. I want to be a prophet. Are you ready? You're going to receive... A newsletter this week. (laughs) Got it? And in that newsletter, you'll see a list of events that's coming up. One of them is a movie night. We cannot advertise what movie we're going to show because, well, we could be sued. 
So we won't do that. We can't put it on Facebook or on posters. I can tell you we're going to watch Ferdinand on the lawn at 8 o'clock. I believe it's Friday, June 22nd. July. Thank you. Thank you, Barb. That's the first mistake ever made. Today. July 22nd. I wanted to watch Maybe Remember the Titans. Have you seen that movie? If you haven't, spoiler alert. It's a wonderful movie. you got to check it out. It's about the integration of black students into a white high school in Virginia. And it happened first with the football team. So you can, you can imagine tensions were high. And people always didn't get along. And on the football team, there was two captains. Actually, there was one captain, Gary, and the other captain, Julius. I'm confusing you because I said there's two captains, there's one captain. Sorry for the confusion. They were both leaders on the team, right? They were supposed to work together to discuss personal things so they could grow closer together. Well, Gary got a little personal with Julius. Gary's white. Julius is black. Gary says to Julius, your attitude stinks. Julius said to Gary, attitude reflects leadership, Captain. I screwed it up. The point being, watch the movie, they get it better. The point being, our attitude should reflect our leader. There's no better leader than Jesus. There's no better captain for life than Jesus. And our attitude should reflect his. And what was his attitude? Verses 5 through 7. Your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus, who, being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but made himself nothing. Made himself nothing. Never tell you about the time I was called a stud muffin. You would think that's what a teenage guy would want. But you see, I thought I was something. God's gift to women. I thought, you know, I'm I'm handsome. My mom told me. I thought I was cool. I thought I was big stuff. And we were at church camp, me and my brother. 
And uh, the report got back to me that one of the teen girls said to her mom, that Nathaniel, he thinks he's cool. He thinks he's some kind of stud muffin. Sometimes we can think we're pretty big stuff. Sometimes Christians can think they're pretty big stuff. It's as old as time. Diotrephes in 3 John. Diotrephes loved being first. He must have thought he was big stuff. Important. But Jesus made himself nothing. Paul puts it like this in Romans 12, verse 3. He says, For by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather, Think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the measure of faith God has given you. Oh, but some people think that God gave me so much faith. I'm so big. I'm making fun of it, but it ain't funny. It was the weak. It was the downtrodden. It was the rejects. The Gentiles. That faith is what got Jesus' attention. Not the people who let everybody know. So how do we become nothing? Humility comes from emptying yourself for the benefit of others. Listen to verses 5 through 7 again in Philippians chapter 2. Your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus, who, being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but made himself nothing, taking on the very nature of a servant. Oh, we don't like to talk about these days. That's not politically correct. Slaves and servants. Because bad things happened to slaves and servants. It was wrong. Back in Jesus' day, servants were looked down upon, talked down to, and sadly in our own country, slaves treated terribly. But what did Jesus do? took on the very nature of a servant. 
We can really read what Jesus did in John chapter 13. John chapter 13, let me read to you verses 1 through 5, then I'll jump down to verse 12. But it says this. John chapter 13, verse 1. It was just before the Passover feast. Jesus knew that the time had come for him to leave this world and go to the Father. Having loved those who were in the world, excuse me, having loved his own who were in the world, he now showed them the full extent of his love. The evening meal was being prepared and being served, and the devil had already prompted Judas Iscariot, son of Simon, to betray Jesus. Jesus knew that the Father had put all authority, all things in his power. Don't miss that. At this very moment, who is the most powerful person on the planet? Jesus. The Father had given him all authority. He didn't build a wall or cancel student loans. Pastor Nathaniel, don't go there. What does he do with his power and authority? Verse 3. Jesus knew that the Father had put all things under his power and that he had come from God and was returning to God. So he got up from the meal, took off his outer clothing, and wrapped a towel around his waist. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash his disciples' feet drying them with a towel that was wrapped around him. Jump down to verse 12. When he had finished washing their feet, he put on his clothes and returned to his place. Do you understand what I've done for you? He asked. You call me teacher and Lord, and rightly so, for that is what I am. Now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also should wash one another's feet. I have set you an example that you should do as I have done for you. I tell you the truth, no servant is greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. Now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. couple things I want to make sure we see here. How did Jesus, with all the power he was given, show the full extent of his love? He served. What did Jesus say would happen? we follow his example now that you know these things you will be blessed if you do them 
Now, I'm not saying go out and do things, go out and serve so you will be blessed. That's not the point. There's a deeper blessing, a way that we grow in our relationship with Christ and grow to be more like him when we humbly serve the way he served. We can serve one another. We can serve our neighbors. We can serve a stranger. We can serve whoever it is that the Lord puts in our path or on our heart to serve. We don't think, oh, we're, we're too good to do that. Jesus, being in very nature God, made himself nothing and took on the very nature of a servant. I close with this. And maybe you've experienced this in life too. And I'm not giving any guarantees. We don't want to sell this from the pulpit. But I'm not guaranteeing that you're not going to have any trials in life because we all have trials, don't we? But I've found, and maybe you have too, that there are two ways that we really grow in our faith. It's either through trials or through serving. I like serving better. It might take effort, and I'm not saying when we serve, we're not going to have trials. And, and both ways of growing in Him is worth it as we move forward in our faith. But we are called to serve. In fact, I bet we had a lot of people this Thursday night at Baccalaureate wonder why in the world is there a basin and a towel in the front of the church. It's a weekly reminder that we are here to serve. I want to close this in prayer. After we close in prayer, Paula will play the doxology for us. After the doxology, you're dismissed. I'm saying goodbye to you now because Reagan graduates, and I'm going to, yeah, make like a baby and head out. (laughs) But let's take a moment with the Lord and go from there. Would you bow your heads with me? Lord, I thank you for your word. I thank you that you hear our prayers. I thank you for how in your wisdom you answer our prayers or our prayers go unanswered. May the desires of our hearts be to please you. To live in a way that does not oppose you 
but brings you glory. Help us as we live like you, Jesus. May we be more concerned about the souls of others than about being right. Like we talked about last week. In humility, may we consider others better than ourselves. Lord, may we have the right attitude. May we always remember that we want to glorify you and have the attitude you did, Jesus. We're just a vapor. Like a a flower that's here today and gone tomorrow. Lord, may we remember the value that we have in you. But may we not overvalue ourselves. Help us to have the humility to serve one another in love even when it's not easy. And Lord, I thank you for your, your kindness, your grace, your mercy, your presence and your strength to do all these things. And it's in your name I pray all this, Jesus. Amen. Thank you for taking the time to listen. If this podcast is helpful to you, please rate us on iTunes or like our page, Springwater Church the Nazarene on Facebook. Have a great day and Lord bless.